Ah, welcome, welcome, welcome to yet another episode of Let's Drown Out. This fine Thursday that's been blistery. We're joined this week by NJ Tech. Hello. Hello, NJ. How you doing? I'm good. Yeah, I'm very good. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm good, considering the weather. Yeah, exactly, exactly. No flying weather. And we've also got Jack. Welcome back, Jack. Hello. Still haven't had my uh, week off yet. It's no, going well, really well. <laughs> you know, you know what? I've always said that in the winter months, you don't really want to take time off anyway because the weather's rubbish. You may as well go out and fly in the better weather. So, to be honest, if you want your Thursdays off in the future, we'll arrange that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. Yeah, they do take their time, don't they? But it's good to uh, have you all uh, listening in again because we do this for you guys in the community, the love of it. So, uh, yeah. Right. So, Jack. Yeah, yeah. I've got I've got an apology to uh, my 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 good friend Tony. I'm really sorry. He's uh, he's he's a bit he's a bit sensitive because he was really ill, and uh, I, I I I ripped on him uh, uh, when you know when he was ill and fragile, and he wasn't here to defend himself. And uh, I would just like to admit that I'm a bad friend, and uh, I, although I am a to Tony at the best of times. And you know he's my emotional punching bag as as my second wife. Yeah, uh, well, I thought that's not what love's about. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, I'm a bad spouse. You know, uh, yeah, I, I I feel really bad, and I I just like to remind everyone that that if if anyone Tony has the most dirt against me, you know he's got he's got videos of me picking my nose, uh, scratching myself. Um, he's also got those holiday photos of when I made out with that lady boy. <laughs> I insist I did that Jack. on purpose. I fully <laughs> just for him to get the photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you gotta, you gotta tell well, these stories. Maybe we can have you both back on next week if he's feeling better, because I think he's still a bit rough this week, isn't he? Uh, he was saying he's coming back. So yeah, maybe he's, he's got bird flu apparently. That's what uh, happens he's... when you like animals. Oh right, he's not eating them, but he's getting close to them, is he? Is that... I, yeah. I think you know, need to make another apology now. You know, Jack, you do one thing and then you. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't help it. It's, uh, yeah. yeah, well, no, he's um, no, I, I think he saved a bird. I think he was driving along, found a bird, handed it into the wildlife people, and then that bird gave him bird flu, and and that's oh, it. Well, I'm sure he'll be back next week. He's getting a making recovery, but I think he said he was coughing all the time, so have him back yeah and hello to everyone in the chat by the way um there's uh everyone from bms web uh to dazzle striker and everyone else so if you want to ask any questions in there please do so so it has been windy today but people have been flying i know that but i didn't get out sadly i thought hey, about who, it who's been flying because they're nuts if they have i mean we've Clinton? had Clinton went yeah, quite well. Where, how's Doris been moving around the country because up here i think in Bedfordshire, we've we've had as strong as eighty mile an hour gusts, and my roof literally sounded that was creaking like it was going to lift off the top of my house. Well, so uh, I, I mean, I would... as as far as I know, there's no video because he had problems with his run cam, which I think everyone who owns a run cam usually has a problem with it eventually after shortly after purchase. But that's another question point altogether. But there's no video to prove it, so maybe I think there may be one. So yeah, but. I guess if a quadcopter is going to fly at 80 miles an hour plus and it's 70 mile an hour gusts, there's no problem. You just go quite slow one way and extra fast the other way. I mean, it was quite windy the other week when we were flying and 
actually to get the speed runs, you go with the wind, don't you? <laughs> My quad's faster than it really is, but hey. <laughs> yeah, the, the scariest moment I had with high wind and the quad was actually when I was in Australia, and it was just before I hooked up with uh, the BMS web guys, uh, and I was in Sydney, and it was gusting to like 40 mile an hour, and it was an offshore wind, uh, but I was desperate to get the to get the footage, so I had to do it. Had to, I had to go up and just, I, I couldn't walk away from it and, and not have some great footage of the Sydney coastline. So I went up, but that was pretty terrifying knowing that, you know, if the wind did decide it was going to outpower the quad, it was it was going out to sea and that's that. So, um, yeah, high, high wind does scare me a bit, I must admit. I think, I think like, the, comfortably the highest I'll fly in is, is probably 20 to 25, uh, anything after that. And, um, I think the elements start to get the better of me. Well, so. well, anything more than that, I think when you stood up FPVing anyway, the wind buffeting you and having that displacement as you're flying is is tricky. I find, yeah. you know, unless you sat down. So, mm. I've uh, in the telephone post opposite me, at the very top of it, has got like this giant, like what I can only describe as a giant carrier bag. It's not. It's obviously clearly something to cover, you know, like a, a load of bricks or something. But it's wrapped around the top of the the wind post, uh, the the lamppost opposite me. So now, technically, I've got my own wind sock, whether I know, <laughs> like... <laughs> nice. <laughs> so yeah. I'm determining wind a lot easier for my flying habits now, you know, having that wafting around. I might take a photo of it and upload it to the... Uh, to the, the let's drone out. It looks, it looks a terrible monstrosity. <laughs> you know, you just well. need a pair... You just need a pair of shoes and a drug dealer standing underneath it. You know, it's it's really gone downhill thanks to Doris. Well, 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 Doris. Yeah, I mean, but there may be some investment. Actually, the news this week: plastic bags just burn them off. I mean, China's unveiled their uh, their uh, flame throwing uh, trash copter or whatever. It's an octocopter, I think. That basically has a flame a fuel that it throws out at anything attached to power lines to burn it off. So I only uh, saw it with a plastic bag, namely enough. So see, there, like, was I was me, thinking, there was me thinking uh, Top Gear was the best was the best job in the world. But apparently <laughs> there's someone out there that gets to fly a quadcopter with a flamethrower on it and point it at power lines and other dangerous things. That's a pretty cool job. That that does something yeah, to my is. nipples and trouser region. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that's inappropriate, but I'm just saying, yeah. NJ, I like it. NJ, are you considering um, having a, a, a full-time place on uh, LDO as much as you can? I know you're a busy guy. Um, but... You know what? I was literally in the middle of, of building. I am just so inundated with stuff to re review and, and build and staying on top on top of everything at the minute. I was literally cracking on with a build of a micro 2S brushless, and then I got a frantic call from Jay. We're on in an hour. Stop. You know, we've got topics. You know, what are we doing? What are we talking about? Um, That's so, a, no. So, <laughs> no, it's <laughs> <laughs> it best place for it, as, really. But, as much as, as you like me. As no. long as I'm around and I, I can get to the computer, uh, absolutely. I'll, I'll definitely uh, be around whenever I can. Well, last time I was over so, there, I think I stood on three quads just making a way through the actual front door. Yeah. <laughs> You've got that many just everywhere, everywhere. It, it's it's fairly ridiculous. But um, I did let my postman in on, on what was going on when all these packages from you know, <laughs> China, Israel, you know, just stuff constantly coming in. I did say, You're yeah, on a watch list already, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Drug dealer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> never a good thing. He's, he's here every day. Um, but yeah, yeah, why not? Why um, 
guys, I've got, I've, I've, I've met, I've met someone. Okay. Sounds like when I, I met Tony. Um, yeah, yeah. No, uh, I want to abuse my powers. There's 27 people, 26 people listening live right now, right. and I want to abuse my powers. Now, um, there's a kid who's just started up FPV. His name's Chris Weller, and he. I think he do, He works as um, as as you know, like making content and stuff uh, for YouTube and and advertising and whatnot. And he started making his own videos, but he's just started up FEV. And I look at him and I think this kid's got potential. You know, when you just look at someone, you just like the look of them. Do you know what I mean? It's like me and Jay on the first like let's drone out thing. You know, Jay was chatting. And the things that he came on, you just kind of get this person. You think this person will be really good, and I'm thinking oh. about how getting him on to let's drone out. But I thought let's play with him first and bring <laughs> him out. So like, if 26 okay. people, if you guys can, I'm going to post his link in the let's chat to his channel. So if everyone keeps that, opens it, keeps the link, check out the channel after the show, or. Or something else, but I'm guessing you're saying open it in a new window or something, just to, or something else. No, what do you reckon, NJ? <laughs> we lost Jack. I don't know where he's gone. I don't know. I'm waiting for him to come back anyway. and finish the finish the, <laughs> yeah. the plan. But well, the suspense. He likes I'm still here. Oh, he's there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're just saying. So, um, yeah. Everyone, go yeah. on his channel and like leave some comments. Get this. Get on. Let's drone out. You should be on. Let's drone out. Or if you're not too sure of him, just be like, nah. You know, is he aware of the initiation no, ceremony? No, he's not. It's going to totally mess him up. So the link's in the chat. Okay. So, okay. um, HBI guy, I hope you're all right. So, what I want, I want the listeners to like feedback to me next week on 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 this episode and be like, yay or nay. I just, I don't know, because like he's going to love NJ because of all his tech reviews, and he's going to learn so much from you. And I just think. He's like new and excited and really enthusiastic, and um, you know he's got quite. quite he, I just like his editing style and stuff like that, you know. And I just think, you know, I think I think he could be quite big, you know. Yeah, all right, let's get him on the show and find out how he's found it. Yeah, it's... just torture him, man. Yeah, okay. You know, we haven't got Tony at the moment, so we need we need some sort of like, you know pet like animal <laughs> you always like to take along the strays don't you jack yeah <laughs> yeah i found a stray everyone see what you think if he smells i'm not funny, saying chris is a stray but you know I'm, I'm open to that fact if we've got like i don't know i'm always for people learning and and learning from the yeah. better way of doing things J but. jay he's he's gonna he's gonna love you uh, and he's gonna think yeah tom smith won't come on he well, will not. I've yeah. chatted to him. He's shy, believe it or not. But you see, it's a bigger name he gets because I think it's recently announced he's signed with Cobra News. It's tonight. Yeah, I'd, I'd love Tom to come on. I did message him and say, "Come on, just just come on the show. Just we'll just have a little chat, you and I. A few people checking it out. You know, yeah. No, we won't, we won't be hard on you if he's listening. Uh, we won't be hard on you. We'll just have a jolly old chat. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. we're going to have to improvise and impersonate your accent as best we can, which is going to be poor. So, yeah, I need to I need to get uh, get Richard, that HBR guy, get him to get Richard to bully him as well. I mean, you know, coax him gently. <laughs> and I say bully, I mean, we, you we know, tentatively friendly bullying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We'd need so a translator. Shane, mental. Um, 
thing anyway. MJ's bullying is something completely different. <laughs> Come on the show. We must talk. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, oh, what's what's the guy's name? Um, oh man, Johnny. HBI guy has got a mate called Johnny who flies FPV. Really good photographer. I quite like to have him on, but I know how busy he is, and I keep finding his business card, and I've put it somewhere, and I can't find him. HPI and Johnny would be wicked, because um, I met him at the uh, let the UK drone show, and um, you know we were just like he's he's quite businessy and professional and just you know, interest another interesting guy. Do you know what I mean? Successful at what he does, and you know he's just like yeah, he's, you know he's just like instantly. It's like one of those guys where you go, here, meet my mates, and then they just get along with everyone. No trouble at all. Hang on. Well, everyone are calling for, uh, in the chat is calling for Tom Smith. So really, Tom Smith would be a fool not to come on. I mean, why not? He gets to speak to NJ live on air. I, yeah, I'd love to have a chat with Tom on, on this. So, yeah, if, he, if he's listening or if he gets to watch this, come on, Tom. Come and have a chat with us. Let's let's talk wacky uh, wacky quad antics. Speaking of wacky quad antics, NJ, um, I mean the wind started last night, didn't they? Let's face it, and you were out flying at one thirty in the middle of a car park. Yeah, and so that one thirty was was something that I've meant to have had done and reviewed. It's just one of the things I meant to get around to doing, um, and I kept putting it off because I've just not been that excited by the smaller quadcopters. Uh, certainly, in terms of the fact that I like to acro as opposed to race and i just find they're a little bit gutless for for acro especially because you need a lot of grunt in the bottom end mm. um so i didn't really care too much to do this one actually i've got it right here i'm sitting there staring at it off screen it was this little guy um which is the uh, the reptile um very nice and it was a really it was really good fun to build like if you're looking for a challenging build Building into something this small is actually uh, it, it's a whole other thing because you've got it. You sometimes you've got to get a little bit creative uh, with solutions where you where you've got no clearance for certain things. Everything's so close together, and you've got to work different ways around. You know where to fit receivers, and you know they're a bit of a bit of a nightmare, but it kind of in a good way. Um, but that particular model, um, which I chose to run on 4S, because why wouldn't you run it on 4S? Uh, <laughs> is an absolute screamer and i had a total blast with that last night and that was you know what it was gusting up to like i'd, I'd say it was gusting to like 20 at times yeah it was strong and winds it, very strong and, you know you, there's a, a big part of the equation is obviously the fact that it's running the latest base flight which is very very good and it's easy to forget how much work's being done by that great piece of software um but in terms of my enjoyment of from from only ever flying 200s and bigger to then flying a 130, I was genuinely stunned at how well they can perform, how solid they can be, and how many of the the kind of um, bigger acro maneuvers that you do can translate to smaller quadcopters. I mean, I've, obviously, I had a lot of messing around with the QX90 and the QX95, and there's a lot of uh, you have to pilot through certain maneuvers because they don't uh, have very much inertia and that affects the way certain maneuvers are done but that 130 the size and the weight it is and the power to weight ratio 
it still has those characteristics of a bigger quad in terms of how you come out of flips and rolls and you know it still has a weight to it um yeah. but it just feels like something so much bigger so that has you know if someone had said to me 130 just go and get one get one of these i'd be like no way you know if i hadn't actually flown one of these i would have said don't don't bother it's uh you know it's just not going to have the guts and it's not going to be fun but i had an absolute blast with that little gb130 and it's totally opened my eyes to, to the 130 side of things so because so, I mean, yeah. since the QX90, which were hugely popular and that sort of form factor, they have actually slowly got to the brushless side and slowly increased the power and things. Maybe it's just a, an evolution of the technology on that size. But I mean, you, the, the weight size of that 130 is probably mostly, well, half of it is the battery itself. So running your four cell battery, which is an 850, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a Tattoo 854S. And what's the whole thing weigh in total? I think it's just under 300 grams, which still, as an all-up weight, still kind of sounds a lot for a, for a 130, for something that little. But, I mean, the power, um, the, the bit that I thought was the most interesting was these little Emacs motors. A lot of problems that people have been having with these ones on 4S, these are the 4,000 kV variants, is that mm. it's really easy to get in a situa situation where you can overprop these. Um, they actually come with a full-size top nut and it's heavy and that contributes to over propping on 4s but the bassets and, and everyone wants to run the the uh 30 45 uh dal bullnose props now they're heavy pitched uh for a motor that's going to be doing 4000 kv they're about three and a half grams a prop which doesn't sound a lot but these xsol these are 30 30 so less pitch and they weigh a gram and then i've also switched to these ultra light aluminium top nuts so there's a real big weight saving and you know dynamically and statically and that makes such a difference and now these motors are not getting hot which is what they were renowned for on 4s the 4000 kv red bottoms um, and this is really happy and it's it's an absolute powerhouse it's so much fun to fly and the other thing that's important is a proper 1177 on a 130 is a must um, Especially for daytime flying, more so I think day and at night. But I think yeah, but the CMOS are quite good at night. But during the day, that's where your CMOS lacks out, I think. But the one thing well, I just was you're holding that up. Yeah, I was just thinking like for the momentum thing, which has largely been a problem. But that one is more of a, a rounded shape, a spherical shape. So I guess it wouldn't have as much resistance as you're trying to move through the air because the whole stack on the top is all rounded off, and it's quite an interesting design to see it how how short the arms are. But how much it's built up and up with a battery slung underneath it's it doesn't look like it should fly like it did yeah but, i mean there's, there's there's absolutely nothing aerodynamic about quadcopters they're they they just quite simply brute force their way through the air those are the you know that's that's the physics of it there's nothing uh they're not, not graceful the they're throttle not, they're and not you're tumbling but yeah i suppose yeah well it was yeah, great seeing man old covers yeah it's like exactly <laughs> like, like dropping a brick out of the sky you know they're the there's, they're not aerodynamic at all. Um, you know, even I mean, there are models that make efforts towards it. I mean, there's some some beautiful models out there now with with beautiful fairings, like the the one that I got sent recently, the Beast X. That's a stunning looking quadcopter, really nice aerodynamic canopy on it, and you can get thinner arms or really thin arms like the Revo, uh, the Fossil Stuff Revo. Um, and then what do you do? You get that beautiful nice new aerodynamic shape that everyone's been working on and then you stick a big square gopro on the top and a big 
square brick of a battery underneath and then you've just destroyed it all again you know so it's 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 one of those things you are sort of brute forcing your your way around the sky um but it's an interesting thing i did actually receive this in the post um to review the uh that's the fossil stuff's revo um i was a little disappointed that it came pre-built i was really looking forward to building this <laughs> Oh. And uh, um, Tony and uh, Dan Pittman, sorry, sent this uh, sent this out to me. Um, and yeah, it's really interesting. I'm I'm looking forward to. I mean, this is this is racing through and through. This thing, uh, just by virtue of its design, um, I wouldn't consider this really a freestyle quadcopter. Certainly, because we've got these uh, these lines will be fantastic for getting caught in trees. Yeah, and, and exactly. Drying, drying your socks. On a, That's on a, a really quick socks. It's a it's a fantastic cheese cutter though. Yeah, it was, yeah that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. So if you want to build one, just give me that one and ask him to send you one that's not built. Then simple. Yeah, yeah. take it apart, <laughs> EV blog, like you know. Yeah. But I'm all for for anyone that's pushing design ideas and trying new stuff. It's very easy to just sit with the same. The same designs and and you know just rechain the same things with little incremental changes. You know it's good to see thinking outside the box and you know this kind of this kind of thing's great. So uh, the wackier the better, I say. And then we get to be the the ones that go out and test it, which is a very cool thing. You can use it to chop boiled eggs up too, apparently. Chop boiled <laughs> eggs, is that right? <laughs> At speed, flying through. Yeah, that's what you got to try and do. Oh my uh, word. So what have you been flying these days, Jack? We haven't heard what you've been flying, what you've been up to. Uh, I, I haven't, I have not been flying because um, a lot of guys went to the Hidden Valley last weekend. Uh, Saturday was a beautiful day. Uh, I didn't go fly. Uh, I slept through most of that, and then Sunday everyone went to Hidden Valley, and I, I did not go. Um, because I'm, I'm, I'm just having a bit of a sort out, really. I'm, you know, um, the, the, the poo copter is up on, uh, on eBay at the moment. The Electra Hub, um, uh, you know, flight test Electra Hub, you know, that I was using for my test bench. I've decided to um, list that up completely for sale because at the moment, uh, the, you know, the design for my iNav. Um, quads uh dan's got the proof the plans approved so they're being the frames being cut out with um with armaton uh i've started I, I glued my wing together and i'm waiting for dan to just cut my gopro mount out so i'm just kind of getting ready to go fly um so i haven't been out at all so i've been doing a lot of like test bench stuff and getting rid of old things and you know starting up new things because um i did the the whole chat with um you know uh constantine with inav and i'm really looking forward to you know that inav quad you know i don't really want to fly anything else till i get that up in the air you want to know the interesting thing like a long time ago i cast your way back all the way back to the start of let's drone out yeah. and it's a joke about flying waypoint <laughs> yeah and now you've gone like full circle and you're now flying waypoint <laughs> i haven't i haven't started in waypoint and, and to be honest i've got With gps i've got no idea how he does how he does waypoint at all he's 
iForce2D has just uploaded a video. Um, hang on, let's have a look. I, I want to get the correct maths. Hang on, his video was he's he's designed um, a hex with uh, no legs. He's got like a little cradle coming down, and he's flown 2.3k autonomous flight with a 360 degree camera gimbal. So uh, I can I can I'll post the link in the the chat if anyone cares. We need a link to your YouTube, uh, your eBay. I mean, um, <laughs> we, yeah. people have the chance to buy some Let's Drone Out memorabilia. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you're gonna sell it as. Oh yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, just wanted to suggest you iForce 2D. I love, I love him. Uh, Chris, his name is, and I'd love to have him on the show, but he's too shy. I think he was like, nah, you know, and I'm like, dude, you can, you can talk. You know, but he's just like, no, it's not my sort of thing. But um, he's done some really, really interesting stuff. It's um, I started playing with the uh, Storm 32 gimbal. I was doing that last weekend rather than going out and fly. And um, there's two different versions of the um, Storm 32 gimbal. There's one version, which is um, the I2C version. And apparently you get loads of errors with the, the you know, the cable because it's quite susceptible to interference. To noise and things, yeah. Yeah, and, um, and, and then they've redesigned it with this NT version. And I didn't know. So I've spent, I've spent £18 on a I2C version. And then instead of buying the, the £24 NT version, and with the NT version, you can use a... Um, uh, a nano uh, CC3D uh, flight controller as your your um, IMU external IMU on the bottom of your camera, and apparently it's it's really really good. So um, I'm I'm feeling a bit of a dummy. So. so Wow, to hear you talking about IMUs on a camera stuff. It's I know. I, I it's <laughs> like wow. I know, because... Uh, oh, forget the, the ESC list now. You're going to start talking, like, IMU stuff. I, I know. <laughs> it's, well, the, the, not, not last weekend. The weekend before, I went out and flew with Dan. Tony came up. And I, I need to, like, rendezvous with Tony because he showed up. Um, Andy RC, I don't know about him. Put, put the link up. Andy, Andy, Andy RC, yeah, he's got, yeah, he's got a great... Great, great channel. Yeah, the, the guy is actually, mm. he's, he's a bit of a machine, if I'm honest with you. He, the, the speed at which he, uh, I think he manages to say yes to everything. I'm, I'm, I'm really picky and choosy about what I say yes to review. <laughs> um, I, and this is not a diss at all. What Andy's great at is he will say, yep, send me everything. I will review it, and I'm going to be honest about it, which is the way you should be. You know, to be objective that, and impartial, that's... but he, he just—I mean, there's stuff that I get sent that I that I've offered, and I look at, and I go, no one on my channel is going to want to see this. This is a Bumblebee 2s uh, silly quad with, you know, like it just looks stupid. They're like this is this is nothing serious for me to, to review, and I, I just won't do it. But Andy will just say it. It seems like he will just say, yeah, just send everything, and I'll just channel. And he is. He's like a machine. There's just stuff keeps coming out but his reviews are brilliant they're so thorough 
and uh, he goes through ev absolutely everything, you know, um, right through to the tuning setup, uh, problems he's found with it. So he, he'd be a great one to get on here, definitely. I, I, I Sometimes agree. behind the YouTube channel, there's a team and not just one person. So maybe it's, you know, how, how could you, because you're, you're one, one man band, you tune and fly and build and everything. But. Yeah, I, I think Andy's one guy. I get yeah. the impression. We'll find out. Let's get him on the guy. show and find yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think so. Um, but yeah, he's 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 a. I've never seen. Does, I've definitely. never. I had no idea this guy existed. Yeah, no, he's. he's yeah, I mean, he's, he's, I've he's, had I'm my head. I've followed him for a while. Yeah. Up where Tony believes my head lives. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, anyway, you 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 brought up an interesting topic which I wanted to bring up, NJ, and that yeah. is Bruce Simpson. Right. <laughs> okay. What about Bruce? Right, two things, right? You know how you said, like, give an honest review? Yes. Well, like, that man single-handedly killed uh, his relationship with Ionway antennas mm -hmm. because they, they fixed it. He didn't add a revision to say, hey, by the way, the, the patch antennas they use on the... Um, what, what, what's the weird thing? You know, like the antenna array uh, from Hobby King, what they oh. called? Oh, the, the multi-part yeah, the multi. Uh, yeah, it's the thing. big blue thing with with the patches yeah. all around one uh, on the top. Uh, did anyone ever buy one of those? I, I mean, didn't. I saw Joshua got one uh, and played around with it. Joshua Bardwell um, wasn't he quite positive about it, if I remember correctly? It, it, in theory, it should work great. In and theory, I, I think. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Painless three hundred and sixty had one. He said it was amazing. Yeah, yeah, as 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 it should be, I guess it was proper diversity as well. It wasn't some cheaty antenna switching thing. It was, you know, uh, individual units, and yeah, from what I can tell, it was it was pretty awesome. But um, it's just nothing I want to carry around. That's quite a rig to, to you know. It's, it's mm. like a. It's back, imagine that with some quantum goggles. <laughs> put it on your car, on the top of your car, like some kind of Doppler radar. It's absolutely. Yeah, awesome. it is essentially. Yeah, you yeah. could. You know, like I, so anyway, we're going off topic anyway. Yeah. So uh, the sorry, Overlord yeah, is that it? Is that what it's called? The what? Sorry, Overlord. No, that's, the one. that's it. it. No, I think it is called that actually. Yeah, it's got yeah. Some... the Hobby King Overlord. <laughs> yeah, the over... <laughs> honestly, it's a serious bit of kit. Like, if anyone like was to whack that out, I'd be like, whoa, calm down now. <laughs> uh, you know, you're rolling with let's drone out here. You know, uh, we're lucky we can maintain. Um, Wi-Fi connection. Uh, yeah, and usually we can't. Yeah. So anyway, Bruce Simpson, you know, and if you, he's been talking about his Horus lately, and if you he listen, down, didn't he? yeah, yeah, um, his relationship with the whole like free sky is clearly broken down. You know, he he they they respond to him regards correcting um, a piece of misinformation from him. But in regards, like, hey, what do I do with the Horus? They don't respond to him whatsoever. Wow. So, like, I definitely think that, like, a few people have, like, stopped sending in things because they just don't want to, you know, they don't want him to, like, you know, kill their problem. Well, but then that's I mean, the most review, is it? Yeah. The, the thing is, like, I mean, he, he was, at one point, he was in real trouble with the whole uh fpv new zealand thing and it amazed me how he didn't buckle and really stuck to his guns and i've got a lot of admiration for the guy 
and the the one of the things you know without i don't want to pull up a million cliches here but um you know he's 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 got a lot of power now because what does he have like 130,000 subscribers or you know he's he's a real heavyweight uh, and rightly so his reviews his information he's got you know really solid electronics and science background uh he's got videos on absolutely everything you know he's he's a really important work in. yeah he has put the work in he's a really important guy and he's you know worked through a lot of tough times and stuck to his his guns and his principles and his morals so you know i've i've got a lot of admiration for him but i know the horror thing I, he was quite upfront in saying i think when he got his early review unit um about saying i'm under you know a non-disclosure agreement i can't talk about certain things and he obviously signed that to get the unit and play with it and get an early hands-on with it but he couldn't talk about it and you know he's always pretty honest about this stuff but he might be you know he could he could quite easily just be flippant about one thing or another and end up that that could end up having a really detrimental effect yeah uh, but because because he's got so many people that kind of hang off his every word um so there is that, yeah, there is that kind of responsibility when all of a sudden you're saying stuff uh, to 130 or 1,000 subscribers or, or, or more. Um, so there is a bit of that, I guess. But um, he does, he just does so much good. It's, for, it's the PewDiePie effect. Do you know what I mean? It's like... PewDiePie Pewdie Bruce. Yeah, yeah that's it. Like, he is. Um, well, and Bruce, I, I, I can't remember, but, but he, he was going to tell us or talk about something... In his latest XJet vlog, which I'm really waiting to. Well, that's yet to come out, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's and I'm like a few days rocking so. back and forth. You know, I think he's got the following because he always used to do videos of how to get something that flies like one of the more expensive things much cheaper. And perhaps that's his view on the Horus. If something's so premium, maybe he's going to be more critical of it, especially if the support even. And that's why I always love Bruce because you could show you how you get something that punched out really fast back in the day. For practically nothing in comparative Free Sky just totally missed the mark on Horus but it was it was essential for check out these Hall effect sensors those guys mm. if they just made Hall effect sensors for the Tyrannus they would have made a load of money now you can't get hold of them for love nor money yeah they're manufacturing the still... like, like mad and they, they are bringing out I've, you know I've heard on the grapevine, the the M7 all sensors will be out as well for the QX7, the new one that's out, and I'm down to get a set of those as soon as they are are available. But um, as you say, you know, I, I have to agree there was some some problems with the Horus. There was some things that were missed that you know they they wanted to make the ultimate radio. It didn't quite come to fruition. But you know what they've done with the QX7 more recently, um, you know, and I did a a big two-part in-depth review on that and really got my hands dirty with it and i think they've absolutely nailed it for the price they've put it out and they've and they do listen like they do listen to what what people are after um except when it comes to use silicone wire they've got some sort of weird adverse you know i'm sure like the head guy has got some sort of silicone allergy <laughs> I didn't know about that. Like, right, they don't—they don't want silicone wire inside the uh, inside the transmitters. Like yeah, or or, or the didn't... little um, or or the little uh, you know telemetry cables on your receivers. Um, now was it me or did they? They've started changing that now. I'm sure the XSRs now come with 
with silicone wires. I'm pretty sure they do. Oh, forgive me. Forgive me. For I think they, I think they have changed. I think they have changed there. Um, in fact, yeah, because I, I here's another flight controller that I got sent recently that I've got. They're, they're not. About. They're not run cam. It's one of those. You seen these? So this is the. Uh, so this has got an XSR built into it. This is an FR Sky uh, XSR F3E, uh, and this did come with a silicone loom. So yeah, they have started including silicone looms in, in with their stuff. Um, but again, this is this is another product. I've, you know, I'll, I'll be doing a review on this. But another product with loads of great FR Sky thinking. You know, how can we make this more compact and more great ideas into one into one flight controller? Doing what they do. But then just missing the mark on one thing here and there. In this one, the biggest issue that they had was that they put the 9250 gyro in here, which is basically the 6500 gyro with a barometer, which is the worst, most sensitive, noisy, pain in the ass gyro to work with. Uh, and you have to go to all kinds of soft mounting, and it's, it's just a pain. So if they'd put a 6000 gyro in that, that would have been a brilliant, a brilliant board. But, um, you know, there, there again, a, a product that could have been way more popular, I guess. But you well, know. yeah. Um, all right. Should we, should we pull the pin out the grenade, Jay? You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna have to be the mediator. Okay. Well, that's 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 not a problem. Soft What's mount. Soft mounting. Um, oh. <laughs> right. So, oh, yes. so like, let, let's be honest. <laughs> right. We had okay. race flight on last week. Yes, yeah. we did. I was muzzled for good reason. I cannot be trusted. I've upset my one true love, my 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 best little friend, <laughs> the Eddie to my Richie Rich. Come um, on, <laughs> you know. And <laughs> Bradders was nice enough to have him on. And uh, there's been, you know, there's been a few like, uh, you know, people for for Betaflight development uh, team on, and you know, I've had a, I've had a few people in the comments being like, this guy, you know, is paranoid that everyone's stealing from him. He's made open source code code into closed source, uh, you know, and hmm. and he's like, you know, all right, they're they're providing. Uh, you know that they're, they're they're providing some sort of like support you know uh service but anyway has anyone noticed the whole your twitch malarkey coming up in you know beta flight now we're flying and it it makes that sort of like skipping noise like your props are loose and it's oh, only uh, on uh, the your access you look, look yeah, your the thing rocks. is the thing is about your the, the your twitchiness your oscillation it's i think generally speaking your tuning is often the bit that generally people tend to to overlook anyway because it's usually the one that is is more often than not just just fine on the whole and isn't quite as obvious when you start uh sort of uh, making meaningful meaningful changes to say the p term on the roll or the pitch you see results straight away you see whether it's oscillating with with your it's a lot it's much harder thing to tune you've got a bigger envelope there to work with and really i've, I've always advocated this that that in terms of your tuning the best thing you can do is use your ear because it's something that you'll hear uh, more than you're likely to see 
in your FPV feed. Um, you might see it in your HD cam if you're filming at like 60 frames per second or higher. Um, but the best thing you can do is, is listen to what your quad's doing. But my point being that your twitching and, and your mid-throttle oscillation, that has existed across. Now, I've had all these flight controllers, okay, going a long way back. It's not something that's new, and it has plagued. It's plagued KISS. It's uh, been an issue in beta flight. It's been an issue in race flight. Those things have been, at some point or another, they've been there and they've been a pain in the ass and it is something that you have to work towards learning to you have to learn to to listen for it you have to learn how to deal with it now that was obviously why we're getting back to this whole issue of soft mounting and i touched on this uh once before i think but the the soft mounting thing is really just a point of uh of dealing with resonance in the quadcopter um, and it's this whole thing of having many ways to skin a rabbit um, and soft mounting your motors or soft mounting your flight controller or a combination of the two or one or none they're all going to have different effects on the resonance of uh, the resonance and whether harmonic resonance is going to build up in the quad all of these things come down to kind of the mechanical tune of the quad that is the bit that I always focus on when I build a quadcopter first, is to get it mechanically as sound as possible. Um, to actually, before you even put your props on, I, I rev up each motor, each arm, and I feel, is one of these vibrating a lot? Is one of the, you know, they all feel nice and silky, uh, even after like 10, 15 flights. Check to see if one, one bearing's going bad in your motor. All of these things will have resonance and resonance points, and those will build up. Uh, and can cause issues and can cause things like this to develop. Um, so I'm not going to say soft mounting is a bad thing for idiots. It's absolutely not. I'm not going to say soft mounting is the best be-all and end-all answer for everyone. It won't be, but for some people it might be a magic fix. Um, the point is to experiment with all of these things and try and get your quad as mechanically sound as possible first with as least vibration and to be as smooth as possible if you do that and if you get it you know and this is why black box logs are so important as well if you can really consider that with a flight controller being able to look and analyze a black box log and the gyro data to see how your quadcopter is behaving mechanically just has such an enormous impact on your tune and that is what will help you achieve a really smooth and beautiful tune um, but yeah, that's 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 the crux of it. None of this is right or wrong, but you should try all of these things out. But as I said, the aim is get get your quad mechanically smooth, get it as, as nice as possible first mechanically, and then when it comes to the tuning and the software side of it, you'll have a far far easier time. You won't have nearly as much oscillation problems, and and you'll see more meaningful things out of what you're changing in the tuning. Uh, if the if the flight controller doesn't have to just deal endlessly with vibration and resonance in the quadcopter, you know when I first started flying quads, we called it something else. We called it Jello, and it appeared in videos. And you tried to stop that Jello from appearing in videos, and tried all forms of soft mounting everything. Man, yeah, I, mean, I remember when I was first flying helicopters, trying to put cameras on it. The the whole Jello thing was just a colossal yeah, nightmare. And you'd have a flight, and it's like ah Jello, that was a good flight. Ah Jello, yeah. So, 
that was one of the longest NJ rants ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, one thing to another. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> what, what have you been soft mounting NJ? And Anything? Thing. <laughs> uh, NJ is a firm believer, kids, of soft mounting your ESCs. I just like to point everyone out. It, it absolutely yeah, helps. Yeah, yeah. No, can't carry on. What's your other thing? Everything, then, huh? Everything. <laughs> soft mounting, soft mountings. But yeah, as I said, like harmonic resonance, that's the worst one. If you've ever had a quadcopter and you've put a certain set of props on and it just get it suddenly it starts vibrating and it gets worse and worse and worse and just makes this horrible noise and then you switch props and it's gone. That's That's the harmonic resonance thing. That's really horrible. But that you can know, happen. You're just changing your battery. The the mass of changes on your quad. If you've got that hard mounted to your quad, you go from a 1,000 milliamp to a 1,500 milliamp battery, and you you change the way it's going to resonate. That can have an impact. You know, it's it's all it's all it's very dynamic, and you have to be. Uh, you just have to if you if you think about that and you take that and have that as your mindset when you're moving forward before you hit your tuning. I think you'll have far less headaches. That's been my so, experience anyway. You know, there's one quadcopter coming to the market, probably hopefully soon, that I'm hoping doesn't have the same problems that we've been mentioning. Is that the rubber that's the one that you, No, the one that you ride on. Um, if you've been following on Mashable, there's one that looks like a bike that you ride on. NJ, I think they might start selling it at Gearbest soon, so you might get one for a <laughs> <laughs> that, that thing is that's terrible. one thing you need to ask for forget anything else <laughs> i'll put the link in there there you go mashable but you know i don't want any of your oscillations as i'm writing that thing no way <laughs> do you reckon uh, free sky will buy one for bruce in hope that he'll kill himself oh <laughs> uh, maybe, so maybe. Like the sick yeah. thing to do he receives an email from n not free sky at free sky <laughs> <laughs> Hi, we've invented a hover bike. Would you like to review it? But it kind of is the thing, though, isn't it? There's more and more of these are coming to market being designed because they realize flying cars is actually probably here as close as we're going to get. But oh, man. are Whenever... they starting from square one or are they going to start putting kiss for flight control in? And let's start with that and we'll work on it. <laughs> Your navcopter. Yeah. yeah. Um, sorry, flying car always makes me think of clerks, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, Good so, um, anyway, right. So, here's my things with soft mounting, right? Is A, since um, the, oh man, KK2 days, I always soft mounted my flight controllers with um, foam tape. And I was a firm believer of soft mounting. And then, the Nay 32, I was like, I'm a change man. I quite like having standoffs. It's all good. So I built this quad the other, like, last week. Uh, SPF 3, built it, and I had your Twitch on it. Looked at the black box. Your P was all over the shop. Lowered the P, made it fly a bit better. Still did it. Still made us, you know, like you know just fast pitch weird noise load the p more still none load the p till it started affecting the sort of you know hovering flight you know p term so low that your stick inputs are no longer sharp yeah yeah there's a point yeah. at which there's that it's yeah. not driving the input anymore and you, you have, you've got no kind of you've essentially got no stick feel whatsoever it's like stirring porridge yep 
Um, so anyway, uh, played around with the eye, no difference. Cut long story short, I desoldered that board, put a new board in, made it better. And that's all I did. And the other hand... So you went from one, one Maze 32 to another Maze 32? Yeah, well, SPF3. Were, were they, sorry, you were at SPF3. So that's that's the uh, 6000 gyro, which is, you know... Hit or miss. No, the 6000 is a great gyro. That's, that's pretty much the one that gives the least grief across all the you know most of the flight controllers it's it's the best suited uh gyro to go for it's, and you know boris has outright said that really. he said that this is this is the best one um that gives us the less the least grief and uh is very happy whether hard mounted or, or soft mounted um it's the 6500 and 9250 they're the ones that were a real pain um and it was that yeah that's what was in the nays uh, the rev six uh yeah. that's what was the problem with that and also the lux the lux but then the lux v2 that has been released not that long ago they've now gone to the 6000 which is what people ask for and they've added an sd card reader and that's that's a, a really great flight controller now but yeah that's yeah there's so many variables there's so so many variables but um just be methodical about it and as I said, the black box is so useful because you can at least you can look at it and get some idea of what's happening mechanically, and and do something about it. Joe, what's the, that fuselage behind you? Uh, it's a six something extra. Been in the making for about five years. <laughs> oh my word! I, no, no, I, I actually pulled it out and did some more work on it. But I, I'd like to. You see, the thing was, I put a nice. Uh, I'm, I'm electric on my all my planes, but I put an IC engine. Or built it with an IC engine in mind because I wanted to do some aerobatics and recharge by filling with fuel. But I can't be bothered now. And I've got to now go do an electric conversion again. Because I haven't flown planes in years. So I Why would I'd you? It. Well, I know. So the other thing was if I built it up, I could sell it. Because the only the only plane I really want now is a wing just for a chuck about. Yeah. Otherwise, quads all the way. I think the wing thing's cool just because you can be up for 25 minutes and just yeah. you know, cruise around and yeah. That, that and the whole thing cool. where we chase, chase it for the quads, you know, there's, there's something else for someone to follow as yeah. many as Yeah. Yeah, I like that idea as well. So did I hear correctly though, Jack, you're building Adam's FPV quadcopter? Yeah. Yeah. For, for launching when? Like for when is this going to happen? Target know. date 2027. No, I think sixth and seventh of May, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I'm to humiliate myself publicly. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, We're making a phone opportunity. I mean, yeah. Well, but if you, well, if you oh, can't now. I was going to ask you, Jack, which um, which radio system? Ask NJ. NJ, is it worth getting a Tyrannus, or is it worth getting that thing that you've got? That that thing that I have here. Um, okay. Honestly. Um, I think when you get the whole sensor gimbals for this, which will then work out to be 140 pounds, roughly, I think this is incredibly compelling. I, I, I really, really like this, and I like the way it feels. But there and is... It looks like an iPhone. <laughs> it's white. You can get they're the black one as well. They're trying but to capture the DJI market. Yeah. It's, it's just a bit it, angular, it's, though. It's the way well, it, it feels as well. I think that's the important thing. You probably want to pick one up and get a feel for it before you make that call. Um, it's tricky. I've got both, and I, I love both the X9D 
and that but for me right now i love the facts a bit lighter just makes the backpack a bit lighter and yeah this is there's a lot to like about it and yeah all right go watch my review jack I, I, I will go and watch the review <laughs> yeah since it's my hard end i was i was thinking that the reason um i'm having have to have jack do the hard work is because i was looking at the stuff in my attic the last time i did any soldering and it was you know that massive hex um and you need to be a little better at soldering than i frankly am <laughs> to do the little one but you know we've had a few guests on the show that have done the simulator thing and then well jack fpv and there's a few others that popped up have just done the simulator and then gone to fly so maybe this is your little weekly update how you're getting on modulated tyrannus so that then we're working up for sure um no no what i know i mean what i really need now is to be taught how to do decent quality soldering no you don't You've got to learn by mistake with soldering because it's one of those fine arts. Like a blacksmith has to learn through mistakes. It's the same art. So I'm sorry, you can't be just taught in that it's sense. Like, it's like Tony and friendship. I am Tony's <laughs> biggest no. mistake regards friendship. I'm sorry, Tony. I love you. No, but I, I think there's something about even just learning to solder. It's such a big, big subject. It soldering. is. It, it, it looks it's so simple. Yeah, like having the right amount of tin. Keeping the solder tip clean. I personally hot heat, and fast how much is the quicker way. Well, I don't, I don't. I prefer to use quite a hot tip. Going fast, get the flux. But up. then, it's yeah. There's so many ways to do it. Hidden terminals. They're all different. Yeah, it's an art form. But and, and just get soldering. You should be able to see your face in it. It should be nice and shiny, not messy and lumpy and you know all, all rough and yeah. No, it's, it's got to be oh, beautiful. Yeah, no shiny. theory I know about, but. I have to say, everything I've built so far, and, and everything, you know, it's flown. I've finished <laughs> off with, flown. yeah, it seems fine. That's that's the level of standard that I've got to. Not, ooh, that's shiny. Okay. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, all right. I've, I've cruelly cool, come uh, along and got us running along past the end of the show, but maybe everyone wants to go and have the rest of their evening. Uh, or not. Yeah, I should, I should <laughs> probably go. Jay, see us out. Yes. Yeah, well, thanks to you, everyone, for listening. Yeah, that's what makes this show possible. So, and thank you, Jack. Thank you, NJ. And thank you, Adam. Go see Chris's Oh, yeah, that is the well. last thing we've got to do. Have you put, paste the link in again if you've got it? Because Hang on, I'll, I'll, I'll get it now. Hang on. Oh, man. The baptism of fire. But thank you all. You've been listening to Let's Drain Out. <laughs>